We don't want to wait. Uh, we don't want to wait. Uh, I've, I've caught uh, Stephanie off guard. Yes. But, I, but I'm Robin. And I am Stephanie. And uh, <laughs> we're going to cat in or out, in or out, in or out, cat in or out. Uh, so we're talking <laughs> Gilmore Girls, season one. We're still in season one, but still we're, there. We're finishing up. You know, we're getting close. Finishing up next end. week. Okay. Yeah. So we we're doing Christopher Returns, Starcrossed Lovers and Other Strangers, The Breakup Part Two, and The Third Lorelai. Oh, so much to talk about this week. And uh, yeah, we had a week off, but I'm glad you folks are still with us. How was the wedding? Uh, the wedding was good. My daughter got we- got wedded, <laughs> and uh, it was fun. It was fun. She's, well, good. She's she was a young she's a young bride, and I'm I'm hoping for the best. Uh, but um, is that new, what your is that what your reservations was that because she's so young? She's so young. <laughs> she's still a baby. She's still a baby. Yeah, I know. Uh, but my new son-in-law is a nice guy, uh, and um, you know, I I don't have any worries that he's not going to treat her well or anything like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh man, so young, twenty-one. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> twenty-one. I know, so. like the same age as my child, and my kid can't even feed herself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my daughter's always been very independent. She's struck out on her own right out of high school, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, um, so Gilmore Girls. <laughs> How have you been, by the way? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Working. 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 Okay. Uh, so this is interesting, uh, you know, an interesting topic this week with, um, you know, Christopher comes back. Yes. Little father-daughter stuff. Yes. Yeah. And so I don't... This whole time, I'm like, you know, Christopher's the enemy because yeah. he represents the, the deadbeat. Well, no, just that he represents the privileged world that Lorelai was running away from. Right. And but surprise, Christopher's not what we were expecting. He's a good guy. I was waiting for Christopher. I've been looking forward to meeting Christopher, uh, and uh, finally, finally, we get to see him. I mean, I would say the one thing that. He's. I don't think he is a good guy. Is you know just not being. I, I. I can't imagine not being in the same town as my kids. Even if my. Uh. You know. I. I mean. I was married before, and uh, like my eldest daughter, I always stayed in the same town as her. Kept visitations up and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he just like ran away. Uh, so I was surprised to realize that he's never even. He didn't. I don't think he's very very familiar with Star Solo. Yeah, and you know it's it's easy to just quickly jump the gun and say it's his fault. He could have done this. He could have done that. But right. you know maybe. And Lorelai says she kept the door open. Yeah. So you know it takes two to tango. And I don't know if I'm completely clear on what exactly happened that he decided to leave. You know, I, uh-huh. I you know we, I, I'd love to know a little bit more details before I can get a complete. Um, picture of uh, what happened and who's at fault, but <laughs> I guess but it's, sometimes it's not as black and white. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated, but also it's nice to see that Christopher doesn't belong in that world either. 
Yeah. You know, his parents are just like the worst. Richard and Emily, except worse, overbearing <laughs> and, you know, Christopher, your tie. You know, he can't mm-hmm. can't do anything right. Ugh, strobe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about him, but uh, but first, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we should talk about, like, you know, um, he's in town and he's now staying at Lorelai's and it's been a couple of days at least, right? Mm-hmm. And Rory's trying to weight him down with blankets so he won't leave. <laughs> <laughs> she's so excited. <laughs> she's so happy she that he's dad. in town. Jeez. Something must be different. He's, yeah. you know, he's come to Stars Hollow. Yeah. And she even uh, tries impressing him with uh, the amount of uh, homework that she has. Yeah, I gotta get uh, Friday night's homework out of the way so I can get started on extra credit stuff. And right. and and he's like me. Like, where did this kid come from? This kid ain't <laughs> anything like me. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm so glad that you know Christopher is you know a nice guy. Um, you know, I, I, sometimes you know the portrayal of the deadbeat dad on TV is just you know exactly that, just like a very total stereotypical jerk, loser. Yeah. You know, like has no cares about um, his his child. You know, whereas uh, I I think Christopher you know does care. He just you know I think he's just. It's one of those things where he's like, I, for some reason, he ran away, and uh, it's been so many years that it's hard to even. It's you know, as he says in the episode, it's kind of he he feels it's almost harder to be around because he's been so out of the loop for so long. But I don't think that solution was to leave again. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also like with my parents, they're like, we don't want to bother you. We feel like we're bothering you. Yeah. No, come by here. I'll cook. No, we don't want you to cook on your day. I'll be cooking anyway. <laughs> and it, it really would have been weird to have Rory having some sort of like horrible um, uh, father. You know that like Rory is yes, mostly Lorelai, <laughs> but you know. I don't know. I, I I would be like, who's this guy? Why is this guy? I mean, so you can see, you can see a little bit of a uh, little bit of Christopher in her. Not much, but mm-hmm. yeah. but also, <laughs> Lorelai insinuates that Christopher is a little spoiled. Yeah, he wrecked his Porsche or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. like he. It's not like he like ran off to get rich and he didn't get rich. <laughs> Yeah. And he's done this a lot, which is why Lorelai is uh, a little tense around the whole proposal that this is going to be. Uh, yeah, because he's, he's got still something like, new in the, in the works. It's, yeah, it's he's still like looking for himself. Like, yeah. and he's, you know, driving this motorcycle, and maybe he's a lot like Lorelai in that he's kind of got this arrested development thing going on. I know. But just, you know. I don't know. It's like Lorelai almost gives him. That out because she feels like he's not ready. Well, Lorelai doesn't seem very ready, but she does it. <laughs> yeah. She does it. She's there. Yeah, the sometimes you got to do things that you're not ready. You don't need to be. They don't need to be married. He doesn't need to be married to Lorelai to be in in Rory's life every day and li- at least live nearby. Mm-hmm. Christopher's like, oh, man, you know, I would, but I'm just a guest star. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm contracted for one episode or you know one and a half episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they they uh, um, they go to this softball game, and I, I love that uh, Dean is um, very like uh, confused, like who's this dude sitting next to my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, because he, he is a younger looking guy, you know. Because obviously he's like the same age as Lorelai. 
Yeah, um, and yeah, and and Christopher's, you know, oh, my child has a boyfriend. She has a dean. Yeah. <laughs> I need a beer. <laughs> I thought it was really sad that uh, to find out that a place called Al's Pancake World is not serving pancakes, but rather international cuisine. Yeah, that just changes, you know, when it, here and there, whenever. That is that is really weird, and uh, I guess this is like the, the this is what we should be used to from uh, Stars Hollow. Just weird. Yeah, things like I mean, we're just like Luke's Diner is in a hardware store, so yeah, you know, it just is. This is terrible for tourism. I don't know. Taylor should get things uh, uh, <laughs> fixed with with all. I mean, yeah, he should get it straightened business. out. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher commits the. Oh well. Oh wait, still in the bookstore. He wants yeah. to buy. Rory, the book of her dreams, and it's like the big, fancy, official encyclopedia. Compact Oxford Dictionary. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. It, I was like, it's not very compact. It looks, and uh, I, I like Christopher calls it the monolith. <laughs> <laughs> From 2001. Yeah. And his card gets declined. Oh, no. God, how embarrassing in front of Rory. Oh. And, you know. Uh, and all the other yeah. townspeople, <laughs> you know, it's going to be spread around town before he walks out of that store. Oh, Christopher, trying to buy your daughter's love, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, when he comes out of the store, uh, uh, he, he gets uh, Jackson gets caught <laughs> giving his rundown. It's just so, it's so obnoxious to do that, though. You know, it's just like I don't know. This town is so weird. That it, yeah, it just, I guess they're just not used to outsiders. Yeah. Or they just like to gossip. Or So weird. Just like five random people on the street listening to Jackson, giving his impressions of what Christopher is like. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, yeah, I love that when he gets caught, he runs, he runs away. <laughs> and it just brings us to the next scene in Luke's. <laughs> and Christopher you see Jackson commits. walking through, running past the window. Ah. Uh, and uh, Christopher commits the heinous sin of answering his cell phone in Luke's diner. Oh yeah, and I'm it's Emily. That. Yeah, Emily wants him to come for dinner, and gonna invite his parents. Mm-hmm. Very excited to have a big family reunion. Mm-hmm. And Rory's excited. She gets to meet her grandparents. She don't remember her. She's she hasn't seen them uh, recently enough to to know them. <laughs> And oof. Uh, I love that Lorelai lets herself into Emily's with the key. And Emily is just Im- immediately like, no, no, no. That's for emergencies. Is- <laughs> you need to knock and wait for me to answer the door. Yeah, be proper. Yeah. The proper way. And okay, this whole putting Christopher on a pedestal. Yeah. Christopher's so talented. Christopher, this. Christopher, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure it's to like make Lorelai feel. You know, oh, my parents, uh, they lift him up and lift Rory up, and it makes me feel bad. Yeah, and I don't I don't know. I don't think it, it's intentional on their part to make her feel bad. I think it's more like they're trying to convince her that he's mm-hmm. he's a big catch and that she shouldn't let him get away. And yeah, she would, that's and true. of course, they would prefer that they be together, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're a very traditional couple. Not into you know probably a lot of step people and stepchildrens and uh, all this in the in the family, um, so 
Oh, Christopher's so talented. He wrote that song that they did when they were kids. <laughs> like, golly, come now, on. Now, that's that, reaching. That he didn't actually write, a, write the song. It was just a song yeah. from – but it, it, that was another insight. It's like, um, you know, not only were they dating when they were teenagers, but it sounds like from this memory that they were – they've been friends since they were kids, you know. Yeah. Maybe even just like junior high, but I mean, I don't know. It's Makes me think it's from like elementary school, even. Right, that they're just in this world, yeah. this world of elite rich people. Mm-hmm. So we meet uh, Strobe, and mm-hmm. what's her name? Francine. Francine. I know Strobe oh. because I wrote down what the heck kind of name is Strobe, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is coming from rich, a guy named Robin, so whatever. Yeah, well, rich people and their nicknames. Yeah. Oh, we got more of those later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this is Beth Grant, right? The, is the it? Mother? I thought it was Christine. Oh, I get her and oh, I get them mixed up. What's this Christine. one's uh, credits? Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me find her. This is she was on. Um, she was the mother of. Hold on, uh, heroes. She was the Petrelli brothers' mother. Oh, interesting. That's mm-hmm. right. Yes. Okay. That's where I immediately knew her from. Yeah. Um, but she does look a lot like Beth Grant, who's you know you don't you don't uh, uh, sparkle motion. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. She's when you need a southern lady, she's one of the ones you call. Mm-hmm. Her. Or if you need like your, uh, a ghost lady that uh, needs to brick her son up in a wall. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so Strobe says 16 is a dangerous age for a girl. Yeah, he doesn't sound too, uh, he's, you know, the way he's speaking about Rory. And then uh, Richard is like, oh, you need to talk to Rory. She'll give you a run for your money. Right. And, oh, and then Rory gets like stump stammers. And he was like, oh, I think I'm safe. <laughs> and which pisses Lorelai off, and that's when she comes up with that George Bush line. Yes, I hate President Bush. I just hate his head. His head so, or whatever she said, but <laughs> just sets everybody off. But she was trying to deflect the attention from Roy. You know, you're attacking my kid. Yeah. Um, and he gets at her for about her blue collar life. And uh, really uh, Oh and that she ruined Christopher's life Like mm-hmm. they're blaming her Because Christopher hasn't been able to get on his feet Well Christopher ha- has had Plenty of chances Right It's, it's not her fault She That's exactly why she did, the way, did what she did Because she wanted to give Christopher All the best chance she could Yep and also, you know, the the whole thing where, yeah, she she uh, tries to deflect using the President Bush comment, but I love when it starts to get heated. She, Lorelai, jumps into mom mode and is like, Rory, you need to leave. This mm-hmm. is not happening in front of her. And, uh, and that, oh, love Richard getting pissed off. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting so mad. And uh, and they end up leaving. And then Richard says, like, no, 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 I'm kicking you out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, so great to hit. He comes to her defense. My daughter is very successful at what she does, which is, you know, it's it, it can come off as a demeaning comment, but I don't think he meant it that way. You know, like as if like she wouldn't be successful in anything. She's she's successful in what she does. You know, mm-hmm. what she happened to decide to choose to do, she's right. successful at. Right. 
So this leads to a tense conversation between Lorelai and Richard, which uh, this yeah, is good. when she goes to his office and she, you know, like thanks, Dad, thanks for coming to my defense. He and he was real cold with her. He said, you know, somebody was attacking my family. The Gilmore um, name was being attacked. Mm-hmm. And then he, we we get, we get a. Piece. I mean, and you still feel like he's disappointed in her that she mm-hmm. didn't t- uh, marry Christopher. And that, he, you know, there's the hurt is still there. Yeah, your mother couldn't get out of bed for a month. You know that's, you know that's some hurt that he's had to deal with, and um, and, and and that you know he he comes out and says like, do you think do you think I love the boy that got my daughter pregnant? Yeah, he's swallowing a lot of anger when he he puts Christopher on this pedestal because mm. he wants he wants them to be together. But um, yeah, oh yeah, uh, but the the procedure that he comes up with, Christopher was ready to follow the procedure mm. to, to get to get married. You know, the the, the proper thing to do, and uh, and you know he was he's very mad at you know, and so. It's, that's why he's kind of mad at Lorelai as well, because um, you have to. You know, it's it's all about society and the rules that society is set up. Mm-hmm. Is what people would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lorelai says, "I feel sad for you, Dad," which is yeah. which is good because you know it's like it's not it's not that demeaning. You know, it is it does put it put her above him in like she's just more woke. You know, <laughs> but uh-huh. but. Um, I think but she, she feels sad is. that she feels bad for him that he has lived his life uh, in a way where he has to consider what people think yeah. about anything he does. Yeah, he's stuck. I mean, in it that, is sad. Boundaries, you know. Yeah, uh, and then at the same time, Rory's eating in the kitchen, and Emily <laughs> goes in and says, "You know, I want you to know that the, the things that were said tonight, we we don't mean that we're disappointed in you. That you're, you know, anything like that." We're just disappointed at the situation, right? But but not you. And you know, Strobe is a good man. And this is this is very interesting about Emily's character mm. that she would say all these nice things about Strobe, but then say, "Oh, you know, who am I kidding? He's an asshole." You know? <laughs> He's a big uh. ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that that is great. I love that she you know she does say you know he's a big ass, but also that whole thing where she's. Says like there's so many things in this list of disappointments that she has, and Rory has never been included in that. And like, just makes it, you know. She says, "Make this clear," you know. Uh, that that was great. Yeah, but it just makes you wonder how many times Emily has had to say, "Oh, that man's a good man," mm-hmm. and when she really believes in her heart that they're not a good person. <laughs> yeah. You know, is this all because of just what's this, you know, because they're in this, this world of, you know, wealth, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it the society I believe structure the, uh, that is making her have to say these things? I believe her daughter and granddaughter are having, are a big influence on Emily and Richard. Um, I think they're, they're, they've lightened up quite a bit from um, the first episode where we see them, but yeah, there is still that hurt there. And uh, there is that's still that need to please uh, society and their rules. But, yeah, one-on-one in the kitchen over chocolate cake. Uh, <laughs> I think Emily likes chocolate cake because yeah. there's always chocolate cake at the Gilmore's. <laughs> <laughs> and what is – to me, seeing uh, Lorelai's bedroom, 
Mm-hmm. I feel like says so much. Like we see her bedroom a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh and we see outside her bedroom where her and Christopher you the know, old just, balcony. Yeah, where they have so much history. They've spent a lot of time out there. This beautiful away from themness, she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they used a telescope and when they were younger there was aliens and then they were spying on the neighbors when they were teens. <laughs> And uh, yeah, this is where Rory was conceived. And then uh, they, they uh, do it again. They do it again. <laughs> and it's just, I just look at them like, this looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it does I don't not see, seem optimal. Like, if there was some wick, wicker furniture out there or something, but like, or, they're laying down on right concrete. There. Yeah, I know. There's a but bed. Somebody sure can walk right in. Handles. Yeah, the window can right. be just closed and shaded, and you don't know if anybody's out there, but. Bed, the bedroom and you know Emily will just walk right in um, And you know it, it appears In the uh, um, In a later episode That we'll discuss that I don't know how much Richard really knows about Lorelai Sneaking out there I don't know mm-hmm. Anyway we'll, we'll get to that um, Oh in the meantime we see Luke is at the diner waiting on Lorelai Oh god. So, so with uh, Christopher in town she has completely Forgot about Luke Uh huh Yep, and uh, yeah, he does. A, he freaks out about it a little bit. He gives. Uh, um, nope, that's a wrong yep. note. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, Lorelai oh. freaks out about the balcony sex. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, they come home, and Rory points out that she's got some schmutz, some <laughs> I don't know, some Dirt and schmutz, <laughs> some Yiddish word on yeah, her yeah. face, <laughs> and uh, and so they go to bed and. Lorelai's acting odd. I uh, again, yeah, and then Lorelai has that one-on-one with Rory and says, "There's no, they have no regrets about conceiving Rory. It's uh, he may have some regrets about a, a misp- misspelled tattoo, but that's another story." <laughs> <laughs> so, Lorelai gets up really early. She goes to the diner and she's waiting on Luke, and he's mad at her. And she's like, "I'm a Lucy pajamas." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so she she feels so bad for standing him up, and then goes back and uh, to the house, and she feels so bad she doesn't even want coffee. Ugh, very weird. And then she makes some Fred Mertz reference. I can't remember, you know, yeah. the pajamas. And Christopher wants to marry her. Mm. Charles Manson is freaked out by you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this like what? This just like why? What? Why? I can see Christopher's intentions. He probably convinced himself that, you know, things might work. And then when he had sex with her, he realized, okay, we're back together. You know, we're, this is back to, you know, gosh, we recaptured old times in the balcony and everything's good where we have a great, um, you know, it's not like we don't have a great friendship and, uh, you know, and I'm ready to do this now. I'm, I'm ready. So, you know, we're going to be a family. He's hoping Lorelai will be ready. Uh yeah, uh she she knows about the declined card. Yeah. And uh what Jose Cuervo still has amazing magical powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and they get this uh, uh band uh, argument, Metallica versus the Offspring. He's into the Offspring while well, I guess she's into Metallica and uh I don't know. I I think there's not much good to say about either of them, but <laughs> they have a couple good songs each. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a Metallica concert. (laughs) 
really? I bet that was something. Well, they did a lot. They were headlining a Lollapalooza one year, so I went. I went to the whole thing, you know. And Metallica was at the end. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Weezer was great. Oh yeah, you saw Weezer. It was so much fun. I had my own Veronica Mars moment. I was like, "Play no scrubs, play no scrubs," and you know what? They played no scrubs. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so Christopher feels like a loser, but like Lorelai says, you're a liar, but not a loser, which is great. And he tries convincing her, like, oh, you're my soulmate. It's always been you. Um, but doesn't quite convince her. And uh, Yeah, I mean, they have, they, have, they have so much between them. You know, their history, they grew, they grew up together. Yeah. She, there is, you know, he is so much a part of her. And... She's just giving him a chance to find himself. And, and yeah, Christopher defaults back into, okay, well, if it's not going to work out between us, I I need to leave again. It's <laughs> it's easier staying away. And Lorelai says, don't stay away. Rory needs her dad. But next thing we see, he's on his motorcycle again. It's like, come on. What are you doing? Like, you can, you can stay in, you know, stay nearby and be friends with. Lorelai and work on your relationship rather it's not all going to happen at once and I guess that's where the immaturity comes in you know mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that we can definitely fault him for and say you, you can't just expect to run into town propose like on day three and mm-hmm. you know move in it, it's just it's not that easy it's not that easy yeah and it's just as it, it's it, it's just like the you know uh, Lorelai working out her relationship with her parents. It's you, you can't just pave over those old wounds that easily. You know that they do come out, and uh, not everything's repaired yet, no matter what. But you know, jeez, oh, you know, at least Christopher could have you know a Sunday dinner with her, with his family every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like he's just headed out of town again. Even though Lorelai says let's not put all the blankets away yet, you never know. Um, and then Lorelai paints the whole diner by herself, which I'm just like, did, did, was she there all night or something? Or <laughs> like, I, was, I mean, it seemed like, you know, that morning. What time does the bread guy deliver? <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah, right. Like Christopher, uh, Christopher leaves town and we're, we're in the next scene and, you know, it seemed like that was all happening in the morning. But it must have been an, another day when she painted the whole diner by herself because it doesn't quite match yeah. up time-wise. I think so. I think it was another day. But still, that's a lot. I mean, we've been doing renovations in our old house and just painting a ro- one room is still a lot, I know. a lot of time. My, my house needs to be painted and I'm just like, I will give you however much money that it takes. Just do it. Handle it. Handle it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Take all my money. I don't care. It's awful. I hate painting. Oh, yeah, I know. It's terrible. There. Yeah. So it, that that was very confusing, but, you know, I guess. Uh, yeah, because people who are professionals can, can paint your house and knock it out. But if you don't paint all the time, you've got to tape and, mm-hmm. you know, the edging and and I definitely and then don't the think very professional. And then the professional two cut. Co- you got to do more than one coat. So yeah, in magical TV land time, she painted the diner. Yeah, exactly. That the whole yeah. other coat. You got to wait for that first coat to to dry, and then you got to put a uh-huh. new coat on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, Rory knows that he prop- like they were putting on this sham. You know the, this 
they thought that they were being so cute. Arguing over the bands. <laughs> the ba- you know, calling it the band thing. But Rory's like, yeah, I know he proposed to you. Yeah. And then uh, at the diner, Luke said, you know, well, what about the guy? Oh, he's gone. Oh, okay. So it's mm-hmm. over. All right. Let's get into the next episode. We've got um, we've got the Founders Firelight Festival to talk about. And yes, love is in the air. Star-crossed Lorelai, lovers and other strangers. And Lorelai hates it. <laughs> it has put her in a grumpy mood, just like just like Luke. This is like and this was anti snow. <laughs> yeah, like the way Lorelai feels about snow is like the opposite of how she feels about. It. But you know, it might have something to do with these. You know, the the failed relationship with Max, and uh-huh. then. You know, this whole confusing affair with Christopher. Yeah. She was try she was refusing to let herself deal with her emotions. I wonder when she finally ends up with Luke that she'll be able to enjoy the Founders Firelight Festival and so will he. I wonder if the Founders Firelight Festival ever comes back. <laughs> Probably not. Well, we have so many festivals and, and activities. That spoiler yeah. alert, I don't think that we ever celebrate this again. I like the fact that this episode begins though with Miss Patty narrating about the whole story about the stars mm-hmm. led the lovers to the gazebo and that's where they met and that you know now it's stars it's named after that Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. I also love that I've been to that gazebo and that's all I'll say. <laughs> and uh, th- this is Miss Patty's story hour. Like yeah. people bring their kids, they're like, "Let me drop the kids off at story time while I run go do some errands." It'd be nice to have this. Now, who wants little- to hear how I danced in a cage for Tito Ponte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't sure. Whatever. I don't know who that is. <laughs> go right ahead." Uh, Dean is waiting on the bus for Rory to get home from school. They discuss Anna Karenina. The first warning sign, he is not into it, and it's one of her favorite books. Thanks. Their three month anniversary, he wants her. He's got this whole thing planned for Friday night, but she's got to get out of dinner with Emily and Richard. So, oh, then. uh, Another warning sign. He is very like, he's very much like, it's it's the three month anniversary. Like, this is very important. Yes. And, and she's like, listen, be, I'll try. And he's like, listen, it has it to be. It has to be Friday night. Yeah. It can't be Saturday. And it's like, dude, you got to let the girl. <laughs> you can't just, I don't know. He has it you in his head. You can't just tell. Yeah. You can't just dictate her every move and expect her to uh, to change her, alter her life right. around you. You know, like cook you dinner and uh, put off her hopes and dreams to wait on you hand and foot. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do feel bad because I really like Dean. Um, and I yes, think has, Dean is a good guy and he has a lot of good qualities yes. until the bad qualities come out. This Surprise. Is the, he's, I think he's got a lot of great intentions and he, but he does a lot of storytelling in his own head. You know, that's a, he's a quiet guy, you know, so he's, he's sitting there thinking about how things are going to work out and, and this is the way it's going to be and it's going to be perfect. And when the story doesn't actually turn out to be the way that he was hoping it would be, uh, then he gets back into his own head again. We'll, we'll talk about it eventually, but. Okay. Cause I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. At the end of the episode, really. Uh-huh. Uh, so Laura, Laura wants to cook. She yeah. wants to bam. 
she can't figure out hamburger helper. She, she didn't a, get hamburger. <laughs> she needs a pan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and I love this whole thing where she's Rory tells her about this whole big date, and Laura Light's like, "It's not going to happen. Emily will yeah. never let it happen." Do you know how much Emily does not care about your <laughs> your anniversary, and she's imitating Emily when Emily answers the phone? And- yeah. But unfortunately, Laura Light doesn't know that uh, Emily probably would prefer that she doesn't have her daughter in tow. Uh, for this dinner, so yeah, because you're the whole time you're thinking, why is Emily going along with this? This is weird. What's yeah. what's look how agreeable down. Emily is. This is uh, yeah, this is a complete change in her character now. Yeah, is it that she doesn't really care if Rory comes or not? She just wants <laughs> Lorelai to come. What's going on? Yeah, she tries to get out of it, and uh, Emily's like, "We'll see you at seven <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. And then at school, Tristan and Summer are blocking Paris and uh, Rory's locker. They are near penetration. And there are, in the background, you see teachers just walking by. Where are the teachers? They're there. They don't care. I guess when you pay a lot of money to come to that school, they don't care about some things. Like, they're really heavy into it. Uh, Madeline or Louise? Which one's having a party? Louise. Louise. My favorite. Okay, I still can't tell them apart. She, Louise is the blonde. Madeline is the is the uh, uh, brunette. Duh. So who's having the party? <laughs> now I'm confused. Who's having the party? I thought it was Louise. The dark-headed one? No, Louise, I just told you Louise is the blonde. With the great okay, voice. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, Except so... Except it matters completely to me because Louise is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I actually, uh, I was very interested in this girl's career. So I didn't look at any Gilmore girl stuff about her, but I looked at IMDb to see if she was in anything else. And it turns out she's Jim Brass's daughter on CSI. Do you, did you ever watch CSI? No. Oh, okay. Well, the, the detective that's on there for like 86 seasons, uh, um, it's his that she plays his troubled teenage daughter who gets into like drugs and like prostitution, and he is constantly has to uh, bail her out. And, and it, you know, I think by the end, he's you know, she pretty much turns into just a bad girl. <laughs> oh, she gets kidnapped a few times, you know. Uh, so anyway, if you're looking for more right. Louise content, okay, uh, Lorelai. Oh, she goes to the inn, and there's all these couples that she has to pass by. Yeah, they're making out of the lobby. Yeah, love is just in the air. Even she goes Michelle. to. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was surprising. Michelle has a girlfriend. Yep. I mean, it didn't mean it like that. <laughs> like, it's such a surprise. Like, he's so, like, he's so salty in yeah. his personality. Who you would, would date Who would want to date him? Yeah. Maybe he just hates his job. But why would you work at an inn? Like, go get an if you ha- like. How could you work there at that inn and hate your job so bad? Anyway, that is way more deep thought on Michelle's character than anybody needs to, to put in. Hopefully, so, just at this point. Hopefully, we get a get a deep dive in Michelle. We learn more about him eventually. But you know, we've got seasons to go. I'm waiting for my Miss Patty flashback episode. It's gonna be <laughs> king. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> That would be great. Oh, so good. 
Don't don't oh. don't crush my dreams. I'm hoping we need to hope. send we need to send a message to Amy Sherman Palladino to yeah. write a series of young Miss Patty. Yeah, the marvelous Miss Patty. Um, uh, <laughs> did Siri hear us? Yeah, <laughs> Siri was going to send her a message for us. <laughs> Siri, uh, <laughs> please message Amy Sherman Palladino. Uh, so it's funny because we will be we will be, we'll be talking to Siri again later. Podcast spoilers. Go ahead. Okay. Suki and Jackson are like sucking face mm-hmm. in the kitchen. And she's so wrapped up in, in Jackson that she has not made Lorelai coffee. So uh, it's so funny because it seems like Lorelai just arrived at work and just leaves. <laughs> I need lots <laughs> yeah. and lots I'm of coffee. I'm out of here. I got to go to Lucy and get some coffee. They yeah. don't need a manager today. Nope. They can do without a manager. The I need is coffee. Running itself. Uh, and so Luke is loving Lorelai's lack of cheer. Well, this is you got to mention though she almost gets taken out by a star, which is uh, which is uh, a bad omen. Bad omen. <laughs> uh, and he talks about how oh that's probably not how they how this town got its name. It was probably some guys with some <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> like you know, just a uh, anyway. So she was like, well, tomorrow I'm gonna despise everybody who says hey how's it going and rachel walks in hey how's it going and she does look like l mcpherson oh, yeah i was she wondering works, if she was somebody work- i knew but um no she's, she's and really then she doesn't even work anymore she has no credits since uh. like 2010 and she works she's been working in the mid-east who says the mid-east did we say the mid-east back 20 the years ago east I don't. I don't remember that. Like, does, is she talking about like? Um, She's been like to North Palestine. Carolina? No, she be, she went to uh, Israel and Palestine or uh-huh. someplace like that, working in the Mid East as a photographer. Yeah, she's like Vicky Vale. Mm-hmm. And she got on a plane. She was like, "Oh, Hartford. I just have a wild hair to go visit my ex boyfriend yeah. and stir up a whole bunch of trouble." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't even have plain hair. Which is, uh, I mean, how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's funny that Lorelai is never, like, embarrassed or anything. But she was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I just yeah. kept them going on and on about coffee makers or toasters <laughs> or something. Uh, I love that. In the background, we have Lane being set up with a future chiropractor and his entire family. Yeah. And, and then what's great is we see that later. We see later, like a processional. Yeah. Just this just long a line. Somber processional. Of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she also, Lorelai says that uh, what's really bothering her is that she had a dream about Max, which I was just like, seriously? I, I thought we were done with Max. I guess yeah, not. Yeah, I thought. I thought. Christopher came and rocked your world. Yeah, yeah. And we were having such nice flirty stuff going on with Luke. But of course, you know, the writers have to go like uh, – like it's like it's just like a, a, a chess game, you know? They're like, I'm going to uh-huh. block I'm gonna block Luke with my Rachel Pawn and uh, <laughs> we'll move in Christopher here until he's taken off the board. And then we have a Max Medina just waiting, waiting in the background. To- <laughs> Max Medina. Max Medina. So, uh, Friday night dinner. Emily waiting by the door. Really funny. <laughs> yeah, just so excited, so happy for Lorelai to get there. Holy cow! How much coffee did Lorelai have before she came over? Because she is running at the mouth. The figurines. 
she's playing with the figurines, then she starts going talking about the uh, misery. Uh, <laughs> and but Richard's just sitting there with the paper, you know? Yeah, he's like, sit down, hands in your lap, Lorelai. Mm. Just stop. Yeah. I'm trying to read the paper. And then we meet Chase Bradford. Oh, God. Can't stand him. It's a setup. He's awful. He adores children. Oh, he has good breeding. <laughs> okay. Rory is not a special child. This guy does not have good breeding. And Christopher is not, like, the greatest. I mean, th- this whole thing of, I guess, because we're rich people, we're better than everybody. Yeah. No. Nobody is special. <laughs> Some people have different talents than others. Yeah. God. No, your kids just be- okay. It's easy to say my kid is special, therefore it makes you special. No, you're not special. Your kid's not special. Mm-hmm. Nobody's special. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Lorelai and Emily talk, and she says, I can get my own men. And the giggle that Emily lets out when, <laughs> when she says that, it, I, I, I savored that. Or when uh, at the end, when Emily says, you know, your daughter is celebrating her three-month anniversary. When's the last time you had a relationship that lasted that long? Oh, that was was deep. That's deep. Yeah. But uh, it was nice to see that Lorelai and Richard were on the same wavelength. Yep. With this Chase guy and and Emily was like strobing this guy. Like, oh, this guy's great. Well, Uh what if, what, you know, I'm sure if Truth be known, Emily probably didn't like this guy either. Probably felt the same. Uh, it seems by the end of the episode, she's getting pretty tired of him too. But Richard, right off the bat, you know, the first few sentences in the conversation, he's just like, I'm, I'm, he decides to start drinking, <laughs> which he wasn't going to do, but now he's drinking. Um, but yeah, yeah, Richard and Lorelai being on the same wavelength here, you know, and um, I, was, I was definitely thinking about like um, – how how the last episode ended with the discussion between the two of them and you know it turns into an argument and i was like oh it's all forgotten but you know later we see it really isn't <laughs> um it's it's subtle but lorelei hides in her bedroom and tries to sneak off the balcony and that's uh-huh. when richard walks in and you can see it just kind of reminds him and yeah, she even says something about like, you know, this might be remind you of things that happened in the past, but, you know, it has nothing to do with it. He's, I hate this guy, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it does remind him, but I think he's also, you know, he does, he, he covers for her regardless. Yeah, lets her get away. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, Chase like talks like computers and models and it's just like not the kind of business that Richard is about. You know, mm-hmm. I'm expecting Chase to say something like print is dead, you know, while he's sitting there with the newspaper. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And meanwhile, uh, the date is Rory. Started. Yes. Rory is having a wonderful three month anniversary. The Coke at this Italian restaurant is superior. Uh-huh. Uh, and you've had that. Hadn't you been to places where you're like, oh, this place has the best Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there, you go to any like sort of chain or fast food, they definitely, you know, thin the stuff out. They put a little bit more seltzer in the fountain than they do, uh, the, you know. The, that must be what it is. Yeah. I was at Jack's yesterday, and I noticed they're like, uh, and they're advertising that they have the best ice. 
Oh, really? You know, you know, people like you know people like Sonic because they have really good ice. You know, if it's like <laughs> ice, you what, can like Brita water ice or something. <laughs> like you can you can chew the ice. Oh, I see. Because you know, uh, a lot of people they're anemic and they crave ice. Hmm. That's a thing. And so some p- places have good ice. So yeah, Jax has that chewable ice. Anyway, not important at all. <laughs> Rory gets a uh, meatball to go because of the whole Lady in the Tramp conversation her and Lorelai had earlier. Yeah, it's a mother-daughter thing. Yeah. You know? It's like an inside joke. And they get to hear him as Sue. And, uh, you know, she's pretty charmed at this point. Yeah. And they, they move into phase two where we see the mayor's back and he's talking about how true love started in the spot. He even met his wife, who isn't there right now, but <laughs> what do they say? She's <laughs> off playing bridge or something or – I don't know. <laughs> but I guess eventually uh, him and Taylor are going to do a fist fight, which uh, we miss and we're sad about. But uh, so, so the, the, I thought it was it the bonfire doesn't light or something. So they move on. Yeah, it on takes to a while next, to get the, yeah. yeah, it takes the bonfire a while to light. Rory's ready for the next phase. She's excited. Yeah. yeah well, and Dean asks, what book do you bring for your three month anniversary? She brought the New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> I had a subscription to the New Yorker. Oh yeah, because I was trying not to, uh, you know, be on my phone so much. I wanted something to read. It was. It's really nice to, ha- but it also has like old people humor. Like the cartoons are like <laughs> old people humor. You know, it's those New York people. I do, know, like, those, I do like. I do like. Just because he's been on a few podcasts, I listen to uh, Joe Dater. He's he is a cartoonist for uh, the New Yorker. And uh, I like him on Facebook, and I always think his his comics are funny. I don't know about any others. I'll look for him. But, yeah, I subscribed, and it was like $6 a month. And then, like, after a couple of months, they charge you like $150. What? Yes. For, like, what, three years or something? (laughs) I don't – I guess just for the year. That's ridiculous. I was like, yeah, I'll pay $6 a month. Print is dead. Exactly. That's why print is dead. <laughs> You're so killing I, the prince. That. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. Dean, Dean brings her to, to, uh, to Beirut. Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> we were going for the same joke, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a salvage yard, and Dean reveals that he's going to build her a car because That's so nice. she's That's on the bus idea. all the time, and you know yeah. they can have more time together. Yeah, and then now that I think about it, that's kind of creepy. I Let me know. control the way you get back and forth to school. I guess. I don't to know. To suit my needs. I guess. So it would benefit me better. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can look at it that way. I don't know. I, I think he's trying to make it come across. As, and maybe he genuinely feels like the, like you spend so much time on that bus going back and forth to Chilton. Who wants to sit on a bus? I mean, I'm sure Rory's completely fine with her book on the bus. <laughs> uh, yeah. She but, probably gets a lot of homework done. Yeah, but, you know, the the freedom of having your own car, you know, can't really be – I mean, gosh. You know, I, I, of course, I don't know what kind of quirky characters ride on this bus in this show, but uh, – <laughs> so it might be entertaining. Uh, you know, Lorelai and Rory are both people watchers. Uh, so the bus might be entertaining, but I, I, I think Rory, you know – has that adventurous she wants to be she wants to get out and adventure and you know with a car she might you know feel that might be a, a freeing thing for her i don't know mm-hmm. but uh it, it's another thing though you know i mean yes it is a super sweet thing and wow you know what a, what a gift but however 
three month anniversary. This is uh, this is a bit much. Even the car before the other thing comes. This is still a bit much because he he gets her a car. He he builds her a car. He spends all this time for a car, and she decides that she doesn't want to be with him. How how he's she's driving around the thing that he built for her. You know, like should she? You know, she he might feel that he expects her to stick with him because he did such a huge thing for her. But that doesn't sound like out of the realm of possibilities, right? You know, the car is a big thing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's a bouquet of roses. There's, I, uh, I carved you this nice trinket or something, or threaded you yeah. a bracelet. I made you this bracelet. Yeah. yeah, but a car is like that's like a big part of life. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know. You can't just like hand it, throw 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 the car in a cardboard box and put it in a closet. <laughs> Um, so, uh, oh yeah. And he says in four months, you get a plane. (laughs) (laughs) And what did she say? Oh, relationships sure have changed since I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, she she really has some cute one liners. Oh yeah. Yeah, She's adorable. Yeah. You know, this is, I really miss Rory when she was like this. Oh God! Oh <laughs> when, God! I mean, I'm just saying even. that no, that she's a character that has um, she's like a representation of things more than she is a character on her own. Okay. She's more, what I'm trying to say is she's a granddaughter and she's a daughter and she's a student and she's a girlfriend and she's a this and she's a that. So you'd rather she not have a personality. And it. and then <laughs> later on she becomes like Rory. And it's okay. just it's different. It's just I'm I'm really enjoying her not being it's really weird she's not a full character yet. Or something. I don't know. Mm, okay. As much as she is a character, she's not her character yet. All you Rory stands, send all your hate mail to Steph. Send all the angry it's tweets. Just, you know, after seven years a lot happens. Spoilers. You're telling me she sticks around for seven years? <laughs> a lot happens in seven years. Uh, so Rory does signal some doom here by saying that it's just one of those moments where everything is perfect and nothing will ever be better than that moment. And that makes her sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he drops the I love you uh, bomb on her. And I was a f- you know, I was frustrated well, with her at first. Well, wait, at first you're thinking, what's about to happen? Yeah. Are we going to go there? Is this the moment? Is this it? You know, where are those hands? You know? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. And then it's like, it's, it like up, up ends, upends your expectations because you're thinking all kinds of things in this scene. You're oh, like, God. I didn't think it was going to go there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I wasn't thinking they were going to have sex. Um, I I was thinking, I don't know. I guess I wasn't expecting that, but I wasn't surprised by it. I'd be surprised if it was like, all right, now take off your shirt because the salvage yard is the place we get down. (laughs) Hey, it's no balcony. (laughs) Or I'm giving you a car. Yeah. The least you could do is give it up already. God. Um, So like I said, I got a little frustrated with her at first. You know, because I don't. It's just I don't know. I guess some people put a lot into "I love you." I just like "I love you" is a you know you can you can love somebody in varying degrees. So you're not exactly lying when you say "I love you." You know, 
Yes, but she shouldn't be manipulated into saying something that she doesn't right. think she's ready to say. I and and you know, I like I said, it was at first. You know, I was a little frustrated. Uh-huh. I was like, "Come on, you know, like because I want these guys to be happy together, and you know, I'm, I'm rooting. For, I'm rooting for this relationship, even though you know they're going to try pushing frickin' Tristan down our throats eventually. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, right now, I'm like, "Oh, come on, guys, you know." And again, it's like I get this outside uh, mind feeling going, just. Going back to the writer's room, going, okay, well, we got uh, Jared Pedalecki for about 13 episodes, and uh, so we're not going to have him. So we're probably going to, like, we want to bring in this other character, because you can't just keep two people together happily for seasons uh-huh. and seasons. It's boring on TV. That's, uh-huh. why, that's why I hate TV and, uh, uh-huh. and why I'm retiring from this podcast. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I. So so yeah, I I, I I see the kind of manipulations in that they obviously want Dean and Rory to break up, but I also see that, you know, as characters, Dean has really fallen for her and and he wants to express love and Rory can't say I love you back because, you know, of the fact that her parents are separated, you know, and she doesn't kind of take that Thing for granted, uh-huh. it's her. It's hard for her to, um, and probably the same as Lorelai. Why she can't make a relationship go past three months because you know she's like her past. I don't know. She did. Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, <laughs> and also Dean. We've seen Dean is a great guy. He's very uh, astute and very, in a lot of ways, very mature. Yeah, a very a very mature teenage guy. But guess what? He also has these insecurities of a teenage guy. Yeah, we saw that, the anger come out at the children dance. Yes. And like like I was saying earlier, he can't get out of his own head here. Like he's he's all all you know, all the time that Rory's been sitting on a bus and he's been sit, sitting there trying to read Anna Karenina to impress her and trying and, and planning this date out, like he thought this night was gonna go a certain way. And um, and it really hurts him, and that his uh, self esteem, his ego, his male, his fragile male ego. Yes, and and, and it, it's like it, it's like a freaking it's like freaking dominoes. Like he's disappointed, and he's super upset, and then he like all of a sudden it starts like, okay, now it's like it, it, it's like a thing folding onto itself. Like now, oh wait, now I'm really feeling. Foolish for feeling so upset. Like, why did I? Why did I look so much? Why did I put so much stock into this? And then on top of that, it's like, well, why doesn't she love me? You know, like we, we're we, everything is perfect right now. What, why, what? How, how does that not cap up with a not cap off with an I love you? Um, and I'm not saying that's that's correct. I'm just saying that's that's mean. It's, it appears it's it's sad. We, I mean, like like again, it's, we 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 saw his anger come out at the. The Chilton party, and I think there's like, yeah, like you said, this insecurity is uh, yeah, and he lashes out, he lashes out and says, you know, oh, you're gonna go home and you're gonna discuss this with your mother and you're gonna make a pro con list and you're gonna, you know, like that's the worst you can say, like, yeah, (laughs) that's supposed to be, uh, are you trying to, you know, (laughs) yeah, because you know, now he feels like he's gonna be on the outside of this, and uh, yeah, so that's where we like leave them off. And it does it. I guess we off screen they 
they break up because he I must have just escalated more and more in his head. Yeah. He j- he just stomps off and leaves her sitting there. Yeah. She's like, "Well, what just happened?" <laughs> and Lorelai shows up at the uh bonfire and Rachel is taking pictures and everybody looks so different in you know, in front of the fire. Goddamn busker just insists upon himself. <laughs> Bring my lalas back. I am tired <laughs> of this guy. You know, if they just had him like in the background playing some guitar, yeah, they he has walk a him right by the camera and they give him a microphone. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bring my lalas back. They, they're they just transitional. They were like silly at first, but I don't mind that. I do mind like we're, we're putting this person in the spotlight right now. This is and he, and he has an IMDb credit. Yes, yes, and he's got an album out now. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. And get rid of him. Did they kill the busker? Did they kill the troubadour? Somebody's got to kill the troubadour. Taylor, kill the troubadour. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's screwing up the whole town and uh, the way you know the, the 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 aesthetic of the town. We don't need some sort of um, sc- scruffy person with a microphone walking around doodling on his guitar. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's my rant so, for this week. So, uh, so Luke and Rachel, he's like, Rachel, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm putting film in my camera. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. to the point, why are you here? Oh, I just missed you. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, this is confu- Like, I hate this. Like, you're just here to cause chaos. You're here to cause confusion and chaos. And nobody knows what you're planning. And nobody knows what you're thinking. And you're just here just to be intrusive and so then she goes off to get more punch and Lorelai sits down by Luke because like they are such good friends yeah and they have this conversation and she's as a friend asking what's going on between she them asks, and, uh, what's the haps which is uh, is a very 2001 thing to say what's the haps is it I was thinking it was a very 1921 thing <laughs> <to say. laughs> maybe I don't know <laughs> and he's pondering. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's confused. And uh, he's going to go for it. And yeah. She's like, oh, okay. Well, it's nice to, you know, it's nice that you have somebody to go check up on. So it makes her think about Max Medina. Max Medina. And she's, she goes home and she calls him. But. As soon as the, the answer machine picks up, Rory walks in. And she can tell, like, you know, as a parent. Yeah, something's wrong. You can just, you can feel it. That something bad has happened. <sighs> oh, it's so sad. You ever had to deal with a breakup with uh, no. like your Morgan daughter has, breaking up? No, Morgan never. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she's not. I'm telling you, she's. It's. She's like a not interested. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a twelve. year It's so weird. When she was twelve, she was an adult. Now that she's an adult, an adult she's like twelve. She's like regressed. Uh, again, again is, this is kind of the thing I want for my daughter, and that's why like, the only thing I, I'd worried about her is the common father uh, worries, you know, about her mm-hmm. getting married so early. It's like I, I, I want her to kind of just be her own person for a while and not even think about that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. and learn, learn who she is. But she's she's pretty happy, so um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, she sounds like... She's got a good head on her shoulders. She does. She's so smart. She does, yes. And Morgan does, too. And she's planning this trip to go see her friends. I said, okay, Morgan, is this the time when when you and Evan finally profess 
uh, that you like each other. And she was like, Mom, he's on this call. (laughs) (laughs) So I was whispering. Maybe he didn't hear me. (laughs) Because I'm like, Morgan, when I see pictures of you, he's always next to you in all these pictures. So in my mind, he likes her. Why why wouldn't he like her? But she just has no clue. She's not interested. Not important. Good for her. Anyway, this binge cast is already talked yeah, about two that, episodes in over an hour, so we have two more to talk about. <laughs> right. Now that we've been, we've indulged ourselves, we've been self-indulgent about all our laundry. Uh, if it's relatable, cares. I think it's okay. Relatable okay. to the show. Uh, okay. So, okay. They broke up. All the, right. Now, the breakup part two. The breakup part two, starring Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Rory left. Rory realized she left. She left the meatball in the car. No. <laughs> I mean, it just messed the whole joke up. Yeah. But she's not talking. She's packing. Yeah, everything that reminds him of her that he that he ever looked at <laughs> that he ever commented on. Even Colonel Plucker. Yeah, and <laughs> and so she <laughs> she puts it in a box and wants. Lorelai to burn it or get rid of it And Lorelai knows yeah. You don't want to get rid of it You don't want this to be over oh, this is. I'm sure mom is thinking This is just a temporary setback They'll be back together It's fine Let's not. She doesn't want to really get rid of these memories It's just hurting her right now Right. But uh, there'll be a time When she does want to deal with this So she puts it in the closet You still have anything that you know Oh wait you've been married since you were like 10 right Yes, I've been married my whole life. <laughs> I was gonna say because I, I do have I, I do have some stuff like in like a, me- a box of like memories like old girlfriends stuff, but like nothing, you know, just mainly because you know it, it's fun to look back on memory. It's just there for memories. It's not mm-hmm. there to like go. Oh my gosh, I should have done this. Or, it, my mm-hmm. mind is uh, uh, you know all I really fill it up with is uh, you know Gilmore Girls episodes and Smallville. Um, I, I don't have room for actual memories, so it's always good to look back. And go, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that dance. I yeah. remember that dress. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't wear any dresses. Well, there was that one time. That's another story. <laughs> uh, so at the time I had that misspelled tattoo. Uh, same night. <laughs> um. So so yeah. Um. Rory wakes Lorelai up at six o'clock. In the morning. On a Saturday morning. Saturday. I loved this. This was great. Because I've had this this same... Like, I remember when Morgan started to school and I had to get up and take her to school at 8 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. thinking, there is more traffic at 8 o'clock in the morning than I ever see during the day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Because everybody's trying to get to school at the same time, which is insane. Why do we start school at the same time for everybody? That's really stupid. Well, probably because they have to have some sort of organization of when to start actual classes. Yeah, but... <laughs> Do you expect them to just walk in whenever? Well, I mean, you know, these people get here at 745. Uh-huh. These people get here at 8. These people get here at 810. Oh, I see. You know, instead of everybody showing up at one time. Yeah. It's really weird. Anyway, but I like yes, this, uh, or go into go into like farmers markets at, that close at noon. Like <laughs> n- what? Like, things are just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. She says Sunday is a day of rest. Sunday is a day of pre-rest. And uh, oh yeah, uh, Rory rearranges the furniture. Oh, that was cute. The sofa's not facing the TV. Oh, good. We'll watch it kind of like like we're listening to radio. 
Yeah. Well, she she couldn't move the television because it was too heavy. Yeah. I know you wanted to get into the whole thing with there's tons of people out, but this is the first part where Lorelai is advising her to wallow. Yeah. She's got a list. So Lorelai gets the list and adds wallow to it. Yeah. And she's like, I am not going to wallow. I refuse to. We're not going to deal with this. She wants you know, to. She's gonna... pragmatic, right? I mean, this yeah. is this is the, the way Rory. I, I, I like me some Rory. I like, the, I like that she's doing this, you know. Um, I'm not going to give in to emotions. I will, I, I will make the most of my life and not let this rule me. You know? mm-hmm. I'm going to make lists. Yeah. And we're going to do these things that we say are too, bo- too boring to do. We're going to do these things today. I mean, it... it but when you give into that wallow, it's it's uh, it is uh, it's, I don't know. It's like a kind of warm blanket of, but like you're completely alone. <laughs> it's just like yeah. I'm just going to indulge every single thing and that sure, I want to do. Yeah, and I'm sure when you do wallow, you're afraid of how long will you get stuck in the wallowing? Yeah. Will you stay in a constant state of self pity? Will it just be a depression that you can't get out of? You know? you eat, will you eat two gallons of Ben and Jerry's ice cream? <laughs> I'm sorry to skip to the end, but I live in Vermont. And I, I even showed uh, – I was like – I pointed this out to my wife. I was like, have you ever seen a Ben and Jerry's container that big before? And she's like, no. I was like, you have to get like that from like the factory. Like it, yeah, and you, wouldn't be, or and you wouldn't be able to afford it. Yeah. Because a little. And what are we implying? This, this ch- tiny child, and there are two gallon containers empty sitting open. There's Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, there, there must be like two spoonfuls in each left or whatever. That's, that's how much she ate. But yeah, that's like, I don't think, I think they made that for the show. I don't think they actually make those. I know. I was jealous. I was like, I can't believe we can't get that around here. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, it would be like $25 if, if, it, <laughs> yeah. if they didn't sell that. Anyway, sorry. I skipped to the end. Uh, oh, Spoilers. Uh, Rory eventually wallows. Yeah. We're going to Luke's, but we can't go this way because of softball. We can't go Dean that way be because anywhere. of school. He could be anywhere. He could be at, at work. So <laughs> they go through the, the back alleys. That was really cute. Yeah, like you know, behind like, a veterinarian clinic, you know, who knows what's in those garbages? You know? <laughs> There's one cat standing and, on top of one of the garbage bins, like my brother's in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like what Lorelai, what I will do for my child. I will go, I will climb over these boxes in this mm. back alley with trash and garbage. Even if your child is kids. interested in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is true. You can tell a lot of, about a person by looking at their garbage. Um, I'm thinking Rory's going to turn out to be a detective because that's a big thing. You know, if you're a detective, you're investigating somebody. You go through the garbage. Mm-hmm. Detective Rory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get to Luke's and it's full. She's like, I've never seen these people before in my life. <laughs> and Luke is not even there. No, because Rachel made him sleep in because uh-huh. he was tired. Yeah, Rachel's running the diner. Oh, she man. just fits in. She just has a talent of fitting in. Yeah, everybody likes Rachel. She's a nice girl. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, and uh, oh, Rory feels like everybody knows, like they just mm-hmm. know. And then, and of course, Miss Patty knows. <laughs> oh yeah, it all comes out. Everybody knows. Miss <laughs> Patty feels responsible. What? Because she got him a job. <laughs> Here, another another incident of another example of this is the bad side of 
everybody in the community knowing your business because mm-hmm. they're all invested in Rory and Dean's breakup. Yep. I mean, even Kirk Craglin, who says he didn't even like Dean's floppy hair. So yeah, he, he apologizes. Yeah, he apologizes for not speaking up sooner. <laughs> uh, one thing I'd like to speak up about is that Luke can't spell tomatoes uh, on the prep for uh, tomorrow board in the background. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that's on the list is tomatoes, and it's mm-hmm. he leaves the e out. Oh, yeah. like oh. Okay. Was he Dan Quayle? <laughs> oh, and then when Luke finds out, because because Lorelai's like, you know, can you make some chocolate, chocolate chip pancakes? Because yep. uh, because uh, they broke up. He was like, oh, I just knew it. That punk. I just hate He's him. Pissed. Yeah. What does he think he could do better than Rory? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when he spots Dean coming over. And he j- mm. runs right out and says, turn around, bag boy. <laughs> they, have a, they have a little wrestling match in the street. <laughs> yeah, it's very chivalrous of Luke. <laughs> yeah. Trying to protect the, you know, doesn't want Rory to have to see him. Well, that's some good future stepdad qual- qualities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and then Rory's like, oh, are you okay? Because she's being nice. Because she's the nicest kid in the world. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter that you broke my heart, stomped on my heart. I'm still going to worry that you're, you know, worry about you being okay. Yeah. And he won't even look at her. Nope. It's like he's so mad. <sighs> oh. Oof. Dude. Anyway, Rory and Lorelai go and get a bunch of uh, non-essential things. They just buy three, three what, weasels? They needed a soap dish. Uh-huh. They needed a garden hose. They don't have a garden, but if they had a hose, maybe they'd have a garden. <laughs> but they ended up, they had to order it. It would be in on Thursday. Uh, yeah, something about a, oh, you know, a garden weasel. Garden weasel. Remember that from back in the day? No, what are those things? I think it's like a uh, aerator thing, like a maybe... If you planted a garden, maybe it like turns the soil over, like aerates your soil. Yeah, a garden weasel. Kind of, they kind of they sold them like on television or whatever. And they got toaster pizzas. They got what? Toaster pizzas. Oh yeah, (laughs) the mark of a good junk food. It looks terrible. You think the storm is over, but there, Baba is so upset. Oh, uh, she wants to tell Rory about all the bad relationships <laughs> she's went through that she got tossed out of a moving car once. <laughs> Lorelai says she'll be fine, and uh, Rory overhears this, and that's when the wallowing starts to kick in. Yeah, confusing. Yeah, and then she goes through her books and she finds the uh, party announcement. And this is Madeline's party. Did I see the blonde, the blonde hair or the dark no, hair? No, Madeline is, the brown, is Madeline's the brunette. So uh, that's the party. Gosh, okay. I thought it was Louise's. Anyway, um, so confused. And so Lorelai suggests that she take Lane. Right. She needs a friendly face. Mm-hmm. So Rory then, just stuffs a giant book in her bag. I tried freeze framing to see what kind, what book it was, but. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't get to see the the title. Well, then she finds the the b- box of cornstarch. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Lorelai's oh that's fine I'll take care of it and she puts it in the back uh, the box with the other things and, and then she it finds that book 
Yeah. Lorelai has a Max box. Mm-hmm. And it's got the book in it. Did you notice that Lorelai gives her money and like a giant phone <laughs> to take with her? Like it's almost as if she gave her the house phone. Like, here you go. But like you didn't buy your 16-year-old kid a phone back in, back then. Right. Not not all children old enough to this wipe their butt nine, got a cell phone. This is a, a 90s phone. cell phone though. This is not yeah. – yeah. This is this is back when people had cell phones in case of emergencies. Yeah. Here's this brick. Put it in your purse with the <laughs> other brick that you're carrying. Uh, so Lorelai wants to go see Max. So she goes to Sookie's for her car. And Sookie is really bothered that Jackson has decided to cook for her. It won't matter. Yeah, it's really a cute scene because you can imagine, you know – Somebody who's used to being in control of the kitchen is letting somebody else run their kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really cute. She Sookie even, has red hair now. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. She even has a diagram on how to load her dishwasher correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm going to run two loads just because I can. <laughs> so Lorelai heads to Max's. What do you think about this? <laughs> I'm over Max myself, but. Oh, yeah. I felt like we had closure with Max. Yeah. And Max wasn't coming back. But now we have to have Lorelai and Max sex. And uh, just like, ugh. We have to deal with them. Yeah. And that go rehash the whole thing of how can we make this work? You're right. still my kid's teacher. Like, nothing's changed. What can we do about it? There is no, there's no answer. And Max says that we should talk on the phone about our relationship. Right. Yeah. There's no solutions anymore. Um, They should just keep talking. That's it. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Party. That's it. Uh, Two turntables and a microphone. Yeah. Great music at this party. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Oh, Lane meets Paris. Lane meets Paris and said, oh, uh, you know, I see what you're saying. She says, yeah, Paris needs no, needs no embellishments. Right. Yeah, I love Paris's attitude. She's like, yeah, this is freaking parties. are great. The same exact people we see at school, but now we get to see them dance. Yeah. And she has to say – she has to stay till a certain time. Her mother will not let her come home. Uh-huh. And she was like, Madame Curie was not dressing like J-Lo or something like that. Like. If you can't put it on that, this might be, she may have said this back during the date Hmm. or no, whoop, fast forward. Anyway, she's at some point, she says, if you can't put it on a a transcript, what's the point? (laughs) So she does not see social life as having any uh, benefit to her. Right. Here we go. We are now entering uh, Tristan Rehab 101. Uh, the writers are thinking, okay, so freaking our people, our people who watch the show hate Tristan. Tristan is a jerk. We spent like in the first half of season, Tristan just heckling Rory as if he's going to, she's going to be impressed by his calling her Mary all the time and just this being gen- generally mean to her. But we need to make people like him now. So we are going to give him the worst girlfriend, the most mean, super bitchy girlfriend, and one that doesn't care about his feelings at all. This is going to make us now root for him as, you know, uh, you know, obviously Tristan versus Summer. Who do you like better? You don't like Tristan. So therefore, 
you know, we're, we're going to start feeling bad because his, his feelings are getting trampled on. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what the show wants. Me, I'm just going, ha ha. <laughs> Good. And, you know, I'm endeared to Summer only because she says, she, she's like, no, 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 I don't want to argue about this. This is a good song. I'm going to go dance. And she's right. Uh, Miss Jackson by Outcast is a good song. So, mm-hmm. great song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and also, yeah, like, why are you being, like, we're teenagers. We're 16. Why are you being so serious, Tristan? Yeah. Lighten up. We're here to have fun. Right. But she had been, like, in a bathroom with some guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. She's he, he, she's openly cheating on him in front of him, you know? Um, so, yeah, again, it's just like, oh, we're going to pair him up with this horrible person, and that way we'll feel bad for him. Um, oh, and a little bit of a, a little bit more character rehab, even though the, the character rehab on Paris is, is working a little bit more for me. Uh, Paris offhandedly mentions that she wants to get into cancer research. <laughs> Yeah, and like I thought you wanted to be a journalist. Now you want to be Madame Curry. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where the whole Madame Curry thing comes into. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. So Rory finally, after so many episodes of waiting for this finally to happen, Rory finally gets her book out. <laughs> She's just sitting in a chair reading her book <laughs> at this event, uh, and. Yeah, that we have to see Tristan trying to, you know, trying to besiege Summer and get her to just like, hey, come on, you know, let's just go talk. You know, I, I just want to talk. I want to, you know, let's be rational. And she's just like totally dumps him. And it's, of course, right in front of Rory. So now Rory's going to feel bad for Tristan and throw up all over this microphone. Anyway, so um, when are they hooking up together? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it may. I mean, this this may be all that happened. I think. Okay, don't can't don't, remember. Don't, don't this could it. be it. I can see this just being it. Okay. Like it just being a mistake that they kissed. They kissed, and because uh, Rory feels bad for him, and he's 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 obviously he's, always been about you know in, not in love, but you know infatuated with Rory. Uh huh. And she's just the nicest kid in the world, and because he's hurt, and she recognizes that, and. She's trying to make him feel better and but just become friends with him. And then he he apologizes for being a super jerk, and mm-hmm. it's just like I don't want to like this character anyway. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Lane's having a great time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When they walk in, Lane's like, "It's the teenage Sodom and Gomorrah." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do like that whole thing, and I, you know, it might it, it it must be like you know. Uh, uh, a thing when you're, you know, kind of a, you know, a minority and a, a bunch of white people, you know, just like a sea of white faces where like one minority f- sees the other and is like, ah, oh, finally, somebody I could talk to. And, yeah. But Lane is like, oh, man, you know, of course that the one Korean boy is going to go straight for me, you know, uh, but yes, luckily, but up, uh, <laughs> I know I, I think this was hilarious. I think this was brilliant because she's like. He's super interesting. He's cute. We have a lot in common. He's smart. He's going to be a doctor. He's perfect for me. Yeah. My parents would love him. 
There's no rebellion there. <laughs> no rebellion. And I know, young people, you don't understand this, but back in the day, we used to feel like we had to rebel against our parents because I don't know why. I don't know what changed. But now young people don't rebel. And it's really sad. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm thinking our daughters just don't rebel. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of rebellion still out there. <laughs> Anyway, worst nightmare, Tristan and Rory kiss. Tristan doesn't just kiss Rory. Rory kisses him back. It is definitely mutual. Yeah. And uh, then she starts crying and runs out, and that's when she decides to wallow. Huge containers of Ben and Jerry's, the end. Yeah, the emotions. And Lorelai arrives she had, and she like, let, all ready for this. <laughs> yeah, she let down her guard. She let, let that defense down, and emotion came out, and she was ready to wallow. Yeah. And Lorelai grabs the phone and orders pizza yeah at first i was like why is she using the phone her daughter needs her right now and then i see she's ordering pizza and it's like oh, okay comfort food <laughs> yeah all right so the wallowing begins and uh you know that's good for rory rory needs that and uh it's just because it was such like a it's, it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking you know to have everything be so perfect and have it all fall apart in one evening one of the best evenings that you ever did you have with this guy, you know, and now now it's over. It's it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You go from such a high to such yeah, a low. Yeah. Uh, I, it really did break my heart. Like I, it may be very emotional to see Rory so brokenhearted. Yeah. Shall we talk about the third okay. Lorelai? The third Lorelai. What the heck? Okay, I thought that. We had already went through this. I, okay, first, I thought it had already been established that Richard's mother was dead. Oh, really? And also, yeah. Like in that. the third episode. <laughs> and also, you know, the whole, uh, it being such a novel idea that Lorelai, in her in labor, trying to decide what to name Rory, decided that, oh, men name their sons after themselves all the time. Why can't I name my daughter after me? Right. Like... It was just such a weird idea. Well, now that it's it's a family tradition. Yeah, and you know, it's it's surprising. And, and of course, you know, Lorelai is a is a you know kind of a different name, like a non-normal standard name, like a Richard or an Emily. It makes sense that Richard, wanting to pass the Gilmore name on, decided to name his his child Lorelai after his mother because he loves his mother. He loves his mother. Uh, uh so. Richard is not Richard's not there at dinner yet and uh Emily is ready Emily's, for debates like the Kennedys. Yeah, she <laughs> yes, the Kennedys they talk about worldly things, they quiz each other, you know, why can't we be like the Kennedys? And uh cuz she calls the maid, she's like Siri, Siri. <laughs> and I am looking forward to when they she finally hires Alexa. Um and uh, cuz Rory and Lorelai are tired from their week of work and school. And so Emily's like, let's talk about something interesting. And Lorelai was like, you know, a butt model makes $10,000 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Emily Emily says, oh, Camelot is surely dead. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, Rory's not going to talk to Emily about her breakup. And Lorelai's not going to talk to her about her confusing feelings with uh, Max and, you know, with Luke and Rachel and all that. So it's, it's just silence. Um. And uh, uh, then Richard comes in and announces that his mother's coming for a visit next week. And this is when Emily deci- turns into 
Lorelai. <laughs> yes, it is so great to see Emily squirm. Yes, just just like she makes Lorelai. Her mother-in-law, like you, cannot do anything enough for her. She will still always be disappointed in you. She'll still always think you're doing things wrong. It's the same thing that she does to Lorelai, and it's so funny to see her. Mm-hmm. And it brings it brings back memories of my mother of uh, not my mother of my grandmother. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. There's just something about old women that they get to be <laughs> this way. I, I, and I my mother is like this too. You know, she's she's in her seventies, and uh, yeah, I think you just reach a certain point where you know it's like, listen, I've lived a long enough life of dealing with our dealing with people and being uh, accepting of people. Uh, th- th- I only have a few years left. Everything's going to be my way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, oh, this is where I I watched the opening credits. By the way, um, mm-hmm. at, the, at this point, I made a note that uh, the font of the opening credits really messes with my vision because yeah. it like starts blurry and then goes into you know like focus. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't noticed that before, but I was like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, the Vampire Diaries did that too. I don't yeah. know if it started. They got blurry or got blurry and then went into focus, but yeah. it's kind of like that. Yeah. So Emily is rushing around trying to find 35 years of things that Lorelai, the first, sent, sent her. And it, it, this is, just reminds me of the, uh, the, the, the candlesticks and the monkey lamp, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And we get a look at her basement. And oh my God. <laughs> What like it's just a, it's just like a whole other house underneath their like they have a mansion like <laughs> I didn't appreciate how big that house is until they go down in the basement and it's just so roomy mm-hmm. and just all kinds of nice things stored down there right that you're like I would just like to uh, to uh, furnish my house with all the stuff that's just stored. Mm-hmm. And then we get Rory and Lorelai driving in a stationary car as the camera shakes and crew members flash an occasional light at them. It is so see-through. Fakey. It's how fakey yeah. that is. But I, yeah, I never. But the really, dialogue really, is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just focused on how it looked. Yeah, like because a, Rory yeah. says, you know, I hope she, I hope she likes me. Oh, she'll love you. I hope she doesn't uh, drive Grandma crazy. Oh, she'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> So at Chilton, Paris has a whole project where she has to set up a whole new, like, Elizabethan government to... Mm -hmm. And I get the idea that nobody else has any input on... You know, don't you know, weren't you ever in groups like this where you were supposed to all do things together, but one person wanted to control everything and do everything, Mm. but wanted to complain that you didn't do anything, and you're like, you didn't give me any chance to do anything, (laughs) And yeah. then, of course, you have people in the group that don't want to do anything like Tristan and Madeline. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Like, it always drives these. me crazy. Uh, so you think you can dance? They always put a whole bunch of strangers together and ha- and make them come up with a dance routine. Like, that's crazy. Like, they're not – you can't – they're running on no sleep. They hmm. don't know each other. They don't know their strengths or weaknesses, and they're supposed to put a dance together. They still Just, haven't. They still haven't accepted the fact that they've completely betrayed the country, and nobody wants to see them on their television screens dressed up like Woody from Toy Story. Anyway, huh? I'm not Dancing with the Stars. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you know, there's this whole thing where like the Paris assigns Tristan to be uh, king and Rory to be queen, and they do not want that, or at least Rory yeah. doesn't. <laughs> and they're acted real weird around each other. They're awkward. They don't know, you know. And, and Louise wants to be the lady happened. in waiting because of uh, all the sex. And, like, <laughs> this is why I like you so much, Louise. <laughs> not in that voice of yours. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, Paris wrote a manifesto. <laughs> of course, she did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not call it manifesto. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So Rory and Tristan talk. I just wrote down Rory wants to talk because I was just so sick of that. I'm like, come on, no. Yeah, it was the whole trying to walk through the door at the same time thing. Yeah. And then Emily had regifted a hat rack. To Lorelai five years ago, and they had to bring the hat rack <laughs> for dinner. Uh, just uh, makes a meal out of this whole the whole like you regifted that to us, like you of all people regifted something. Yeah, because if Lorelai had did that to her mother, oh, the, it would just be the worst thing in the world. It would be so tacky to Emily, you know. Mm-hmm. It'd just be just even hearing uh, Lorelai did something like that, it would be so tacky to her. Mm-hmm. And then. Lorelai is ready to go before, you know, she's like waiting on Rory to leave. Usually Rory is dragging Lorelai out of the house to Friday night dinner, but Lorelai is so excited to oh, go yeah. see her. It's going to be so to, much fun. <laughs> to just bask in her mother's misery. Rory sees through this and calls her mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, a, I promise, internal reveling only, and then grabs a tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, before this, uh, uh, Tristan uh, and Rory have another talk about how the kiss and the, like it didn't mean anything. They were both upset. Um, and then Tristan says he was going to swear off girls. And I'm like, good. And <laughs> Rory proposes a Hannibal Lecter mask <laughs> and that maybe he should try dating someone with more substance like Paris because she really likes him. So. Yeah. And he's like, huh? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't know why he took her up on it. I don't know either. If he's just trying to um, get in Rory's good graces, is yeah, he just well, trying to please Rory? Maybe he sees Rory as something that can happen, so maybe he should try. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Back to the dinner. This is yes. the point where I wrote, hey, it's Mrs. C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks really good. Yeah, yeah, Marion Ross from Happy Days. Like they, they're you know she's supposed to be eighty, and Lorelai was expecting to see a decrepit old eighty-year-old woman, and they do have her you know frumpy in a frumpy hairstyle and dress. Oh yeah, but really, her skin she looks really good. Mm-hmm. At the first scene or two, I wonder if these these scenes were filmed in order because it does seem like uh, uh, Marion Ross is trying to do some sort of accent and then it, it it disappears by the end of the episode. But it seems in those first things like she, she's acting like she's from sort of like the old country or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it does go away pretty quickly. Um, tricks. Tricks. It's the pet name that Richard has for his mother. That is... That is a weird pet name to have for your mom. Yeah, or even having a pet. Yeah, Tr- like you're, like you're a, a tricks, Trixie. Like you're a, like I don't know, tricks. To me, Trixie sounds like a sexy name. Yeah, 
Okay, yeah. not just me. All right. No, it's weird. <laughs> and then she starts asking Lorelai and Rory about their health. Oh, well, you must have a lot of Gilmore blood in you because <laughs> Gilmore's like, don't oh, get sick. Emily Gilmore's gets sick don't get all sick. the time. Like this is like my dad thinks like this. This old-fashioned <laughs> way of thinking that you know, well, you come from you know you hered you you uh, inherited my blood, so mm-hmm. you're better. You're better than everybody else. Emily has a headache. She's sick. She's always sick. I'm not always sick. <laughs> I kind of like her take on the whole Lorelai situation because she's like, I hate scandal, but like she loves self sufficiency though. <laughs> like it, it I know that he, she did did stick it out and and she uh, hard work. I admire people who enjoy hard work. Now this woman has never worked a day in her life, <laughs> but she admires people who did. Well, I don't know. Does she come from old money as well? Like, is it passed down, or it, it, it was her? And her husband, you know, did they make the Gilmore money? I, I don't really know. I don't know. Maybe but not. I get the idea that she never worked a day in her life. <laughs> I do appreciate that they had Marion Ross say the following quote. I suppose I could just put these nuts in my hand. <laughs> Marion Ross said that on Gilmore <laughs> Girls. Just want to say. Uh, it's because I, I think she didn't have silverware or something or I don't know. A plate. They, were, they weren't being served to her. Yeah, a plate. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is a common uh, a, a, a thing with tricks. She just gets right up and leaves. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, we uh, a dinner was supposed to be at 7, and I expect to eat at 7. She said, Richard, when I've been kidnapped and a ransom is out for me, and don't put Emily in charge of... <laughs> like, what? I won't Why do you think you're eat- so important that you're going to be... Uh, kidnapped. I won't even eat dessert in Cambodia. I don't even know what that means, but uh, <laughs> sure. And so. then she's she's talking about you know who's paying for Chilton, like, and yeah. that's another thing that reminds me of my grandmother. Like, like you expect you expect other people to have um, decorum and not say improper things, but it is okay for you to stick your nosy mm-hmm. nose in other people's business. It's, it's, years are running out. They don't care anymore. And I look forward to being the same way. <laughs> I'm going to be the worst. Right now, I got to deal with people's BS. You know, I got to deal with mm-hmm. society. Because mm-hmm, you have like a job and you yeah. owe bills and stuff. Yeah. Once I'm retired or the old money starts kicking in and I don't have to worry about that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, just constantly going to be telling people what I think of them. Yeah, uh, Trixie <laughs> Trixie says, you know, well, Rory, when you come tomorrow, I'll have a, a dinner planned and and you yeah. know, show you show what it's what a real dinner is like or whatever. <laughs> but Rory can't come because she's got to study. She has to do the whole uh, imaginary government thing. Mm, yeah. So the next day she goes uh, and brings clown shaped donuts and coffees for everybody. And she brings Paris her uh, decaf, uh, no milk. Hmm. What is it? Yeah, I don't remember. But but that's nice that that Rory knows enough about Paris to know what kind of coffee she prefers. <laughs> I was disturbed by donuts that are shaped like clowns. I know. <laughs> and then Louise starts saying, maybe it's Madeline Louise. She quotes Louise this, this quote about how. You know, Rory says you need to mind your own business because Tristan has asked Paris to go out in the hall and talk. So uh, I have the quote here. Okay. 
those who simply quote. wait for information to find find themselves spending a lot of time sitting by the phone. Those who go out there and find it themselves have something to say when it rings. And uh, Rory asks if that's Nietzsche, and she says, no, it's Dawson. <laughs> 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 Which I was like, was that really a Dawson's quote? And I tried searching Every time I put that quote into Google, it would just come up with Gilmore Girls references Dawson's Creek here, but it doesn't say how or mm-hmm. where. You know, he just says Dawson. And I'm I'm just going to say that whoever wrote the episode came up with that quote and and decided to be like, oh, you know, obviously Louise isn't re- reading, you know, Philosophers. She's getting her uh, education from uh, De- WB uh, characters. <laughs> Shout out to our to our forefathers. Shout out to those who came before us. Yes. The uh, the, the inspiration behind the name of this podcast. Uh-huh. And so uh, Paris comes in and says that Tristan asked her out. And uh, Louise and Madeline are like, all right, pink ladies makeover. We're going to take <laughs> you from sweet Sandy to slutty Sandy. <laughs> Louise does drop in and like, oh, he asked you out for tonight? Like, tonight. Like, that only means that somebody else canceled. <laughs> and Madeline offers her water bra. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, don't I remember know that's when a thing. that. Yeah, it was a thing back then. Yeah, okay. Victoria's Secret water bra. All right. It was like a. It like lifted you up. It had like water pads hmm. at the bottom. I will do a Google image search later. Okay. <laughs> Rory, however, throughout this remains optimistic, encouraging. She she wants this to happen, and she wants uh, um, uh, Paris to have a good attitude about it, and uh, it really tries to squash all the. You know, negative comments. Negative comments from Louise and Madeline. Yeah. Mostly Louise because she's my girl. And then Rory's studying and eating chocolate cake that uh, Lorelai defrosted for her. <laughs> and uh, so Paris comes in in a tears and she's like, once you told me to call you if I ever needed anything, well, yeah. I need to know what to wear. That's so funny. Like, yeah, that's great. Like Madeline and Louise cannot help her with this. Mm-hmm. She Only brings Rory all can. the clothes. Everything except her Chilton uniforms and her Bob Mitzvah <laughs> dress that has menorahs on the collar or something like that. <laughs> and she has only one shade of lipstick. You can't even see it when she wears it. <laughs> and so Tristan only, yeah, Tristan only dates those voted most likely to become a trophy wife. Yeah. And yeah, Paris, like for a moment there, like I was like, oh gosh, she's going to figure something out here. She's going to smell something fishy because she does say, she's like, I don't understand why he even asked her me out. I, d- I don't get it. There doesn't seem to be mm. any sort of reason. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about Dean mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, yeah, it's awkward at first, but after the third date, it's, you know, you're more comfortable. And uh, Paris has notes in her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Which Rory goes through, and uh, I like this whole thing where she's like, like gives her advice, and she's like, yeah, and she's, and Rory's like, swear to God, and Paris is like, are you an atheist? <laughs> because <laughs> depends what you know on how seriously you take God, you know, if you're going to yeah. swear to him, yeah. That was very Paris. <laughs> and the and so she, they go to Lorelai's closet, and she gets Lorelai's. Black mini skirt. Yeah, and Paris looks good. Paris yeah, got, Paris got a figure. I, if, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, when she pulls that first shirt off, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, where would those cover I, up?" Hide my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know who she 
it was Dayton recently. I think they broke up. Who? Charlie Weber. Charlie Weber. Who is that? Ben. Ben? Gloria Ben. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot. Are you saying Ben is yes. Glory? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and Glory is Ben. Uh-huh. All right. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you saying... Okay, I'm done with that joke. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I was thinking like, oh, man, I, I wish uh, Rory got Paris to take her hair down a little bit, you know? She's got that mm-hmm. pulled back hair, and, you know? Loosen her up, you know? Yeah, make sure... Curl, she look, curl yeah. it up, you know, or something. I don't know. But and she did look great, though, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. Lorelai's outfit. And, yeah. So... Uh, back to the Gilmore Manor. Yes. Lorelai had, Lorelai the first had rabbit brought from London. Tricks brought rabbit. Tricks brought rabbit. Ah. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Because Europe has the best game. Yeah. So they murdered this rabbit and put it in a box and sent it from (laughs) Europe. Mmm, yummy. So, Grandma has been thinking about this whole thing, and she's upset that Lorelai owes Emily and Richard for Chilton. Right. And that you shouldn't owe anybody, that Shakespeare said that, well, you know, Shakespeare, it was a he was a word man, but I'm not going to trust, like, the theory of my life <laughs> to Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm not going to take life advice from Shakespeare. Uh-huh. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So she doesn't want Lorelai to be indebted to anybody for Rory's uh, high school, you know, tuition. So she's decided that she's going to uh, put together a trust fund and just go ahead and give it to Rory now. Right. Because obviously if she owes her mom, it's bad. But if she owes tricks, it's good. <laughs> well, it's just it's like it's money that was going to be hers anyway. And she's yeah. just going to go ahead and give it to her. Still, I know it's taking the, money from it's the somebody. Is, yeah, taking money from somebody is taking money from somebody. Yeah. And Emily, um, after really is upset by this, says they shouldn't take the money. It's going to jeopardize your relationship with Rory, and she won't need you anymore if she's self-sufficient. Yeah. At you. first, at first, this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like oh, Emily is just in a panic because she knows. That if Lorelai is not indebted to her, then she'll lose control of her again. She'll yep. lose her forever. Yep. Because that's what even, you know, when we have the mandatory Suki Lorelai scene. You know, there has to be a scene in every episode. <laughs> and that's what Suki points out. Oh, Lorelai, uh, you know, your mother just wants you indebted to her. She just wants control of you. But um, but then you're like, yeah, well, what if, if Rory could just pick up and go to Europe? If she could just buy a house, if she could just move out... Yeah. How is this going to change our relationship? I, she doesn't need me anymore. You know, it all comes down to Lorelai trusting Rory. Mm-hmm. You know, does Lorelai really think that Rory would just have nothing to do with Lorelai? Like, you know, just run off somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, she is 16. So, I mean, even if. She, I don't know. She might. But this whole show. Yeah. This whole show is how Rory is just like her mother. Yeah. So will Rory be just like her mother rebel and run off and uh, mm-hmm. to lead, lead her own life without her because she doesn't want her mother. You know, it's just like that's what the show is. So. Yeah. So anyway. After- oh, also. Oh, back up. Mm. 
Richard, how could you allow this girl to go to Harvard? You're a Yale man. Your father went to Yale. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, colleges and oh, we're so we're so loyal to certain colleges. It's such a oh, you're huge a, yes. deal. It, it is. It is. You're a what do you call it? A legacy. Mm. So after that, um, uh, Lorelai tucks Rory and doesn't say anything to her. Um, and we get a moment to see all the posters on there. Um, and yeah, oh yeah. Th- so this is when Suki and Suki and uh, Lorelai are walking, and we see the friggin' troubadour walking by. Stop spotlighting him. He doesn't need to be in front of the camera. He should be in the far background. And we. Uh. So anyway, Suki. But, and but anyway, uh, they were at the they were at the <laughs> flower shop. That was nice to see a different. You know, because yeah. they've been at the vegetable stand before. Mm-hmm. And Emily's worries are stuck in Lorelai's head, just like that annoying cranberry song. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, what annoying cranberry song are they talking about? And I was oh, like, oh, it's not I me. just, yeah, I just saw the. Uh, it's a Facebook meme that's been going around here recently. Oh yeah, yeah, about that. <laughs> Funny. Uh oh, and then Lorelai said, "Yeah, I've got to go to tea with the cast of Gaslight tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Being uh-huh. a person that just watched Gaslight like a few months ago for the first time, <laughs> I get it now. I get it. Uh, Emily tells Richard that Trix has gone too far, and uh, we realize this is all about Emily's relationship with Lorelai. Really doesn't have much yeah. to do with Rory at all. And then you see. From from Emily's point of view, yeah, it's this is about I'm scared that that Lorelai will not will choose to not have anything to do with me again. It sucks that we're almost done with the first season and Emily thinks that her relationship with her daughter is so fragile that she has to leverage money in order to get her to come over. That if that money disappears or it's all paid up or whatever, that this relationship they're building means that little to Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Sad. So. And, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, so Trix comes down, you know, they're going to tea. She said, I ordered a cart. Women shouldn't drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went off and created Uber. <laughs> Women um, shouldn't drive. Yikes. Oh. She needs to go over to the Mideast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Paris is glowing, but it doesn't last long. She, of course, overshot. She left five messages for Tristan. Yeah. It turned Tristan off even more than he already was. I mean, he was very nice. He let her down real you know, easily. He was like, yeah, yep. I think we should do it again as friends. Don't you think? Didn't you feel that, that we just have this friend thing? And then Tristan lets Paris know that it was actually Rory's idea. Oh, Which Paris no. then gets super angry about and tells Rory, I get all your cast-offs now. Yeah, you knew that Paris and Rory were becoming friends, like really becoming friends, and something was going to come in between them mm-hmm. to mess all that up. TV shows. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, uh Rory then, afternoon team. No, oh, no, no. Rory confronts Tristan about it, and you know he says that uh, um, is it better that I keep dating her even though I like someone else? And Rory thinks that he's talking about Summer, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not over Summer yet." Mm-hmm. Which he's, you know, he's he's very hurt about as well. And uh, yeah, 
Uh, so tea. Yes, they're at afternoon. T- they're at high tea. Hi tea. And oh, the uh, ladies, the ladies are all at their tables all around. It's so funny. They they really did this. Did a good job at having all these like very uh, elite looking, you know, old money ladies sitting at table tables around them. Mm-hmm. Having and, their little little cucumber sandwiches yeah, and tea hats and things. And there's Lorelai just in simple clothes. Like at least she's not wearing the Daisy Dukes today. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know she's dressed up as nice as uh, she can be in her station. Uh, but mm-hmm. her blue collar job. Your blue collar job. Yeah, and so Lorelai and Emily are still arguing about this because uh, because. Emily realizes that Lorelai hasn't told Rory about it yet, so she's she gets that you com- that that smile on her face when she's like, you know, everything that I predicted will, you know, has come. My, my, the plans that I've set in motion are working, you know, and I know things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, she's always very satisfied with herself whenever she predicts things right, you know, mm-hmm. and that she's made she's made some sort of uh, impact on her daughter. Mm-hmm. And then tricks. Comes out and sees them arguing and rescinds the offer for the, the, uh, what's it called? Dang it. Trust fund. Trust fund. Yeah. Because they're immature because they can't handle it because Lorelai <laughs> can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Laura, but you know, and Rory is fine. Lorelai is Rory, not. Rorelai. Rorelai. <laughs> Rory is fine. Lorelai is not, uh, very mature. And whose fault it is, is it Emily's? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. And so. Old lady tricks just loves being able to do that, be in control and can uh, manipulate. And this is it's it's good, you know. Unfortunately, it was for a terrible reason because Emily didn't trust in her relationship that she's been building with Lorelai that she, you know, did this. But still, it right here it shows that yeah, it was a trust fund. It was going to Rory, but it would also put Lorelai and Rory under her thumb. And, mm-hmm. and she, here she is just and, and she was really sincere about that she would have not worried about the whole maturity level or whatever yeah and let it go with no strings attached there's still it would, strings there would be so many there's strings. strings no matter what there are strings attached when people mm-hmm. give you money loan you money offer you money yeah, yeah. especially family mm-hmm. and so off goes tricks um good to see you Marion ross haven't seen you in a couple decades <laughs> Um, and Emily feels bad. She's going to call tricks and call it off. And out of her purse, she pulls out a flip phone. <laughs> Emily Gilmore has a flip phone. What? Well, well earlier, Lorelai was going to call her bluff and she pulled out her phone, was trying to get a signal to call Rory and tell her about the money. And, uh, Emily yeah, I think says, she had a flip phone as well. I stop. You look like you're having a fit. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That really, like, I really feel like the show has dropped the ball um, at this point. Um, Laurel, uh, Emily Gilmore does not carry a flip phone. So Siri carries a flip phone for her. Or Yeah, <laughs> or she's too good to carry a phone. Yeah, come on. Um, it was just for the joke, I'm sure. I guess so. I would have had Emily uh, calling the waiter over to bring the you know white courtesy phone over to the table, <laughs> like they did in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, that, like, like Emily Gilmore has a cell phone number. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Lorelai says we're good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, wrapping this up at the bus stop. Uh, 
Rory brings. She meets Rory with coffee. Yeah. And Rory's like, I got something to confess. I lent uh, Paris your black mini skirt, and you probably won't get it back. She said, that's okay. You lost a quarter of a million dollars today. That's what, and, you know, it's so funny. Um, uh, I have the subtitles up. For Gilmore Girls, usually, uh-huh. um, just because I like kind of like read along with the dialogue. You know, some some of these things like fly by. You know, some of the references or whatever. And in the subtitles, you know, I mean, she does say out loud, "You lost out on a quarter of a million dollars." The subtitles say, um, "You know, you lost that on two hundred and fifty thousand dollars." Like they have the numbers written out. Hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so a quarter a quarter of a million dollars sounds. A, like a lot more money than $250,000. <laughs> you know, just why would you write out $250,000 where you could just simply write a quarter of a million, of a million dollars just like she Maybe said? Maybe they changed their mind or something. That's funny. Anyway, we're about to finish the season, first season of the Gilmore Girls. What's coming down the pike? Uh... Sorry. Steph? I've lost my... We're waiting my, for you? I've lost my place. Everybody is waiting uh, with bated be- be- breath. They've been to the end of this very... Gotten to the end of this uh, very long podcast. Okay. So, <laughs> we have episodes 19, 20, and 21. Emily in Wonderland. Ooh. Emily in Wonderland. Uh, uh, okay. Emily hits her head and she sees things in a... She, she's... Has, she's she experiences life with like I don't know like I'm I'm just picturing like Lorelai and Rory and Richard, um, you know, and Strobe and uh, not Beth Grant, like all like in like sort of heightened characters or whatever. And then she's gonna wake up at the end and realize that, you know, she she liked it better than whatever nightmare situation her subconscious brings up. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, the next episode is P.S. I look. What? P.S.I. Luck. P.S.I. Luck. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, so this sounds like a, a written thing. So who would write to... Maybe Rory decides that she wants Dean back. She gets clo- very close to saying I love you back and then realizes this is not the right idea. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, oh, oh you're going to love this finale. Is it a spoilery title? Love, Daisies, and Troubadours. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Not Troubadour, Troubadour. Oh my god, they're going to have so many of them. They're just going to constantly walk by. Like, I'm trying to focus on the scene. Go away, Buffalo Tom, or whatever your name is. Uh, Okay, so love daisies and troubadours. Daisies. Is Lorelai going to break out the Daisy Dukes again? Am I going to be happy? Like, if you put many troubadours and Lauren Graham in the Daisy Duke outfit... I'm not going to be paying attention. More, maybe I'll be more annoyed by the Troubadours. Oh, God. I can't decide. Daisies, though? Daisies are a spring flower. I'm thinking maybe maybe there's a, maybe there's a wedding. Who's going to get married? Jackson and Sookie. Done. Jackson and Sookie get married on the, uh, the gazebo. And uh, the Troubadour is there. And um, maybe there's a jealous troubadour that is there, is somebody spurned by Suki in the past and shows up to uh, uh, come back for her. And, uh, um, and, you know, it's turned away because, you know, uh, Jackson and uh, uh, Suki deserve to be together. I mean, congratulations to their wedding. Okay. Okay. 
That's my predictions. <laughs> I hope people enjoy those. I, I do get some reactions on, on the Twitter every once in a while. Uh, and uh, I, I can't wait to be right next week. I will smile like Emily Gilmore when she realizes <laughs> that Lorelai has fallen right into her trap. Like the like and the cat that ate the canary? Ate the canary? Yes. Yeah. Like the Emily that ate the Lorelai. <laughs> So, all right. Well, we will see you guys next week for just three episodes this time. Less homework. And uh, we'll be finishing season one. And again, we have social medias at We Don't Want to Wait on Twitter. We have um, a Facebook group, Dawson's group, or just look for We Don't Want to Wait on Facebook. Um, And uh, let's see. Uh, uh, we also have an email address. We don't want to wait at gmail.com. If you want to email us and say hi and, uh, that's it. We'll see you all next week on. We don't want to wait. Bye. Bye. La, 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 la,